Great. Um, yeah, so let's talk a little bit about the new healthcare landscape or the, the new healthscape. Um, on the left side, you'll see the original stack. So in the existing healthscape today, you, you have your care delivery on the bottom. So by that, we mean doctors, hospitals, dentists, acute care. Um, and then kind of layered on top of that, you have all of the different people that you deal with after you receive care. Those would be, you know, the payers like you guys, um, billing departments, claims, et cetera. And historically, um, each of those various points of interaction, they, they each have their own technology systems that don't necessarily talk to other systems. And those are kind of bolted onto the top of that foundation of care delivery and services that already existed. So quite obviously, we have a fragmented health, health system in the United States. You know, different people obtain health care through different means, which can leave members with a disconnected experience. So with this original stack, we've basically been trying to make sense of an already complex system, but we are in the midst of a fourth industrial revolution um, or a healthcare technology revolution of sorts, where there's kind of a clear shift to a sort of always on mentality, where 24 seven service on any device is expected and is becoming the norm. So we're seeing this original stack on the left get kind of flipped on its head to where technology is starting to be the foundational platform with services and care delivery layered on top of that. And with technology as the platform, we are able to meet the consumer expectation of data being always on and available on multiple devices. Um, with you know, technology as that foundational focus, we also have an increased chance of connecting disparate systems to achieve interoperability. Most modern healthcare technologies being built with fire standards in mind, you know, the Salesforce Health Cloud EHR data model was built directly based off of those HL7 fire standard specifications. Um, so obviously when data is presented on a consistent basis, no matter what the source, you're able to make quicker, more efficient decisions across all um, levels of healthcare. Technology as the foundation also opens up the opportunity for us to introduce AI to provide more proactive instead of reactive care, which could be used to reduce the need for long-term care delivery as we face an aging population. So now obviously this is a big idea to talk about and we can't necessarily tackle all of it in 30 minutes, but we can talk a little about why this is so important because understanding the why is really the key to ensuring that all of this innovation that's happening is about solving the problem and not just about rolling out a tech-driven approach. Awesome, so as we look at the landscape today in the healthcare, the healthscape as uh, Aaron pointed out, we break it up into three different areas. We talk about providers, we talk about patients who are also of course connected to payers as, as members in most cases. And we look at the recent advances in each of these areas. Uh, we see huge trends and pushes into, into new realms of technology. So obviously on the provider side, we see things like electronic health records. Uh, many of you guys have been to doctor's office more recently. I know I've been there with my kids recently and had the pleasure of signing in with an iPad as opposed to pen and paper, which considering that it's 2019 was was well welcomed. <laughs> so 
we see pushes here. And the whole idea there, of course, is that instead of having to transcribe and do all these manual tasks to eventually get into some type of centralized database, it goes right there from the beginning. Again, another indication of where we're flipping that pyramid, as Aaron pointed out. Let's talk about the patient side. Let's talk about you and I, right? We see a huge push towards health apps. A lot of us have wearables, whether it be a uh, Apple Watch or a Fitbit or whatever will come next. Remember, it be just a heart rate monitor. Uh, we see it on our treadmills now getting smarter and more intelligent. Uh, we see it when we go to the gym that everything is becoming more connected. We want to be aware of our health. We care about it. We recognize the value in it. And we recognize in the busy world it is that if we don't pay attention to it, um, it can it can definitely be detrimental to our long-term well-being. We also see things more recently with telemedicine, of course, with for $20 uh, as a copay, being able to pull up a doctor uh, on your phone on demand and have a, almost a full-fledged patient experience. That's, that's great. You enter your information once, everything's being recorded electronically, um, and it really brings things into what we're used to outside of the healthcare world where we're seeing, obviously, for, for you know, over 10 years now, innovation uh, from Apple, Google, and other large tech companies. Now, of course, uh, what we are really going to be focused on more today is going to be with payers, but we do. it is important to at least you know, point out where we've gone here with payers, what would have happened uh, in this area over the last couple of years. And we see things like mobile apps being rolled out. If, uh, for example, I'm covered by United Healthcare, I can pull up United Healthcare app and take a look at what my deductible is for this year. Have I met it yet or not? Where am I in terms of my overall out-of-pocket costs? We can go online and see things on the self-service web portal where we can be connected with providers that are um, that are covered in terms of our network and we can get recommendations for where we want to go. We also see some level of marketing, right? If uh, they know that we are being treated for uh, type 1 diabetes, they can provide us information on how to get insulin at lower cost or do 90-day supplies of uh, medication, things of this nature, which is great. We see obviously a lot of push here, but the question really becomes, how can we go further? The easy things might be done. How can we go further? So again, for today, we're really staying focused on payers. So what trends do we see going forward for payers? The main thing is we have to figure out how we become more member-centric. There's a lot of transactional work that goes into being a payer in terms of processing claims, uh, determining uh, an ongoing upkeep of what someone's deductible is or isn't in terms of from a sales side going out and acquiring new groups, uh, increasing our member base, as well as going out towards our individuals. We see things in the legislative side of our environment that are that are being changed constantly. Uh, who knows what the next two, three years will hold there? It really is a gamble. No one knows what will happen there, but we see a lot of different uh, factors coming together to really ask us how do we become more competitive with all these changes that are going on. It's our belief the sure the sure bet way is to put members at the center of our experience. And Aaron's going to share some reasons as to why in just a minute. But I think at the end of the day, we want to move away from being reactionary to being proactive. What can we do to continue to decrease healthcare costs, which we know continue to rise year over year at astounding rates, and partner with both our large groups and down to our, our individual member uh, level in order to provide them the tools, the technologies, the information that they need in order to manage their health more successfully. And we have to do this in a way 
that echoes the sentiment that people are expecting outside of healthcare in terms of companies knowing more about us in some ways than we even know we want and being predictive in that and providing it to us before we ask for it. And that's the goal of this and the goal of uh, what we're talking about here today is saying, great, now that we've decided that that is the trajectory, how do we get there? And why should we go there? Yeah, thanks, Jonathan. Um, so let's talk a little bit about why this matters so much. Um, so even though many advancements and innovations in technology have already been made, over a third of members are still willing to switch health plans, potentially paying more money um, for a better experience with their payer. We're already seeing uh, many startups with new apps and a promise of a better experience. And from a legislative perspective, you know, there's generally a push to see more, not less competition. Um, so clearly member experience is and will continue to be a differentiator and one of the main factors when members are choosing a health plan. Um, and if you take a look at the statistic underneath that, you know, the vast majority of members, 72% are looking for that modern experience with their insurance companies. Um, we know that members want to be able to contact through various channels, whether that be, you know, uh, online chat, texting or calling in and having their data available at their fingertips right when they want it. Um, so this just further proves that the experience a company provides is almost as important as its products and services. Um, so switching over to the right hand side, you know, over half of insured, mem or insured members did not contact their insurance company last year. Um, so we can look at this a couple of different ways. You know, one, this could be a good sign. Maybe that means that members are using more self-service portals and getting what they need um, that way so they don't necessarily need to call in and talk to someone. But it could also mean that they don't know what their options are. Um, or maybe they aren't getting good information when they have contacted their insurance company in the past. So with one in two US adults having one or more chronic health conditions, you know, members need an easy way to contact their insurance company and know that the insurance company is there for them and on their side. So we know that 54% didn't contact, but that also means that 46% did contact their insurance company last year. And out of all of the many different reasons why members contact their insurance company, 21% do so regarding their plan coverage. So because we know that this is one of the main reasons people are contacting their payer, we can focus on making sure coverage information is readily available and that accessing the information is an easy and pleasant experience for the member. So with all of this said, we know a little bit more about who's contacting us, about what and how often, Let's dive in to understand a little bit of the gaps that we've been seeing between some of those expectations and the reality. All right, so let's talk about why people have expectations and why they have expectations in particular to this industry. I think the biggest thing here is that when people think about their day-to-day their -day chores, their day-to-day -day environments, they don't compartmentalize. They don't pick up the phone and call their healthcare and expect a wildly different type of experience than they get when they need to call, say, Verizon to make updates to their plan. Or um, if they 
are interacting um, online, right? If they were interacting with Netflix, things of these nature, a super simple subscription-based service, right? Being able to go in and quickly modify plans, add plans, it becomes so easy. So they expect that level of easiness to be there wherever they go. Now, of course, there's some very particular challenges in the healthcare industry that make things far more complicated than selling streaming services. But I think if we look, take a step back and, and just understand that as a consumer, that is now my expectation into how life works. I get things at my fingertips. I ask the question once, I get an answer immediately. Um, the systems are set up in a way, making recommendations as to what I should watch because they care about me as an individual, not even just as a group, is that level of personalized treatment. So if this is what they're getting in other places, they can't understand or they have no reason to believe it should be any different when they have to contact their insurance companies. The reality, of course, is it's not that simple and they're not getting that experience they expect. As Aaron pointed out, we see a large proportion of individuals who would say they'd be willing to switch companies for a better experience. Probably a lot of what's driving that is the fact that so many people do need to contact their insurance companies every year. Again, if almost 50% of people are in fact contacting it, uh, that is you know, a very large number and healthcare is something that affects uh, every single one of us one way or another. And as things get more complicated, as, as people get older, as we, as of course we're seeing now with a, a large generation that's uh, continuing to age into the 60s and 70s and beyond, as well as the need for managing chronic illness, whether it be things as, such as obesity or something like uh, diabetes, we see all these things going on and so many people being diagnosed with such of these things. Uh, the role that a pair plays in our, in our life is going to only increase. It's not going to decrease. And the reality that's holding this back from really being able to provide that experience that people expect is the fact that number one, we have a lot of limited data on people. Even though we interact with them a lot, even though we interact with them indirectly through their providers or one-on-one -on -one with them as they're you know, providing information about getting signed up for insurance during open enrollment uh, with their companies or through a health exchange, things of that nature. The reality is that information changes a lot. People move both inside the state that they're in or they move outside the state they move employers constantly and things were not set up to really handle that level of dynamism so we see a lot of limited data we, we can't do things like uh, we talk a lot about ai or being more predictive that requires a lot of really good quality data on our members data that we may or may not have or data that if we do have is not in a place where we can run that type of analytics so we're not going to be able to provide that personalized treatment to be more proactive we also see data across desperate systems. And I'll show you a great model of this on, on a slide here shortly. But we have data by department. We have data over in the claims division. We have data over in the sales or the you know member side of the house. We have our own data, perhaps if we have um, on-premise type stores throughout the state, people might come in and do signups. Uh, we might have brokers and agencies that have their own data on our members and groups. Theoretically, of course, in a perfect world, all this data is the same, but it's not because we don't live in that world. And getting all that data into a single location, while a solvable challenge, is a challenge nonetheless. So what this leads to is us having to constantly ask our members the same information over and over again. We see it, the providers asking for their own sets of information. There's no crosstalk between the two. Now, 
in terms of having technology available to do this, it's been out there for years and years. We have had APIs for a long time. We've had standardized data models that continue to get better. But we haven't gotten to a place to, to really focus on that because people haven't been as accustomed to having these fantastic experiences in their day-to-day -day lives. And now that this has become the norm around us, it's now time for us to adopt those same norms here. And that becomes our next comparative and competitive advantage. So how do we fix this, right? Well, what have we done here to help other payers fix this? Well, let's, uh, let's take a look uh, on a bit of a case study as to what we see as the core of this problem and how we go about fixing it. So let's really focus in on this departmental system of record. I think this is something that most payers and even companies in general outside of this industry have dealt with. And it goes back to that first slide that Aaron showed with seeing the pyramid inverting where in the past, the first thing that mattered was providing care. And we built systems around providing care to deal with all the interactions with the payers and the members and the providers. And then on top of that, we had the technology revolution and we tried to connect all those pieces back together. But in order to really get to the next level, we have to invert it. So if we look here, the system of record being by department, what do we have? We have a claims team that has a fantastic claims transactional database that's bringing in every claim every night from all of the networks and it's adding everything up, it's segmenting it out, it's aggregating things, it's trying to decide based on how something is coded, what is the reimbursement amount for, what's the copay, yeah, making sure all those things are valid. That's great. We also have a sales team. A sales team is out there trying to get more groups signed up, that's out there uh, ensuring that People who might come in over exchanges are properly onboarded. We're taking care of just individuals who might be self-employed, um, who might not uh, be subject to coverage through another group, who are calling in, maybe they're asking for supplemental coverage, things of this nature. We also have a marketing team. Typically they, they work closely with sales, but of course, right? We wanna bring in more members and provide uh, you know, larger scale to us as a company. It's gonna allow us to do more interesting things and uh, really allow us to uh, invest more in our members. So we have marketing out there trying to bring folks in at certain key points in their life in particular, looking at retirement, things of that nature, and uh, making them aware of all of the supplemental coverage that you guys provide, right? We need to make sure we're sending that message out. We need to have good data in order to do that. Now, of course, people are going to contact us and unfortunately they're going to have challenges. It's going to happen. We also have support teams. Those support teams likely have their own systems that have been built up from the ground up to support their needs as a business and department with little or no connection to the rest of the company. So what do we have? We have four departments and of course we have others that we can think of, but I think this gives us a really good uh, illustration of, of some of the key ones that theoretically work really closely together. Sales has to work with the claims department to provide certain information back to their members. We have marketing that needs to have good information from the sales team so that they know who and who not to market to and provide more insight into and really show them and educate the market on who they are. And you have support who is bringing in probably updated information when people are moving and changing addresses. That way, of course, we want filtered back into the sales and the marketing team. And it might be happening. You guys might have some processes that you've built ad hoc in-house to, to do this, but it's not systematic. It's not something that we can assume is happening. It's something that we have to create a lot of work and build new technology around to get everything all aligned. And of course, these things do eventually come out of sync. So how do we invert this, right? How do we invert the pyramid that we were talking about in the beginning? Well, the way we do that 
and particularly the way we've done this using Salesforce as our foundation is creating a universal store record. So using Salesforce, uh, particularly in this, in this department, we would be using something like uh, Health Cloud for Payers, which provides us with a base Salesforce platform and um, a lot of infrastructure on top of that designed specifically for the needs of this industry for dealing with things like claims and coverage details and keeping up with all those details around how groups might change and members bounce from group to group and how they're covered and and you know the, the whole chain of events here but we move that all to one platform to one database so to speak and what happens when we do that well instead of having all of these walls around all of our departments and having full-fledged systems built around those core needs we take a step back and we say who is the center of our universe who is that center and that's our members it's our members and then from there our groups these are the people that we serve these are the populations that we serve everything we do is for them and by building it around that it really opens up the possibility to treat our members more individually to know that when someone comes in, calls in to us, and they have an issue or a challenge or just a question, that gets logged to, to their particular record. And we have that information in one place for that member. And as that member might move from group to group or on or off a group, that can be updated here as well in near real time. So that when we have our agents internally, the folks, our frontline folks, who are the first ones to pick up the phones, who really represent our companies on the front lines, we wanna make sure that they are armed with the best experience possible so that they can provide the best experience possible to our members. And if those folks, and we've seen this so many times, require two or three monitors and have four systems up at any given point in time to try to just track down something as basic as updating an address, it's impossible to provide that experience you wanna provide. We have to get them in one place where they can, with confidence, provide the answers to the questions they have to make the updates that they need to make simply and quickly, and then have that shared across the rest of the company and teams that need that information so that everyone is in lockstep, everyone is aligned. And this, this to us is how we flip that pyramid. This is how we say, let's put technology at our foundation once we have that foundation, because we know who our customers are, we know what they care about, we know our business, we've been doing this for a long time. If we build that foundation, what's possible? And that's where we, we can really, really take you to that point of providing AI into your day-to-day your -day life and providing analytics that are probably currently very challenging and time-consuming. And we can do this in a way that doesn't require you to completely upend everything, right? We obviously and completely understand that years and years have gone into developing a lot of these systems. We can't honestly wake up three weeks from now and expect all of this to be turned upside down. So the question really comes in, how do we get there? What do we do? And what we found to be extremely effective here is picking one or two of our core systems or pieces even of our core systems, what we've done in the past, particularly those that are really related to um, CRM or membership type relation systems, as well as some of the marketing systems. 
bring that data and move it over to Salesforce and sunset some of those old systems, sunset some of the tech, technological debt, and really invigorate the connection through a centralized integration platform. Now, um, we, we were very experienced with a lot of them. Uh, one of the most popular ones we see is MuleSoft, but we meet companies where they're at. And we've worked with some companies that have already had pre-existing licenses to uh, different ETL tools that um, work just fine. And we've used those to connect all these things together. Because again, we understand we can't wake up again in a couple of weeks and expect your claim system just to be offline for half a year. Uh, that's not going to work. But how do we increment and move you guys towards providing that new universal system record? And the way that works is a combination of moving off of some legacy systems, building a core foundation, and then connecting into your existing infrastructure through integration and exposing all that information in Salesforce so that your agents can provide your members with up-to-date information at a glance. Being able to go in and search by phone number or have a screen pop as soon as they call in, taking them to a record and showing them reasons they've called before, what their current coverage is, being able to see over to the side a list of claims, what's their current coverage details, what groups that they've been a member of all on one screen is really how you start transforming that experience for those people who contact you and provide more information to that file so that your marketing team and others in the company have the best information that they can to empower you guys into the future and build that competitive advantage. On behalf of Advitorium Solutions and our presenters, thank you and have a great day.